Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Lauren Robinson, Sports Radio 1019 FM, The Fan, WFAN. Welcome to the program. I'm Lori Rubinson, talking sports, having fun with you here on The Fan. 877-337-6666. That is the phone number. Go ahead and use it. Phone lines are open. Uh, we're switching from Paul Rosenberg. Sorry to see him go. But Mike Flegelman in the house. Fleegs producing. He'll take your calls. And you can always hit me up on Twitter at L Rubinson. And I will read out some comments there. Wow. So, uh, crazy day in the NFL. TGIF, another, thank God, it's football Sunday here in New York City. And the Giants with, I, I, like, I, a bananas bonkers crazy game. I can't remember when I've seen a team as absolutely lost as the New York Giants were in the first half of this game and then see a team as absolutely found as the New York Giants were in the second half of this game. And an epic comeback. The biggest comeback in in Giants history. A 21-point comeback. And... They haven't done stuff like this since, like, the 40s. <laughs> um, and Daniel Jones putting up numbers that we also haven't seen in a half of football since Michael Vick did it in 2010. So... That's, you know, <laughs> and, and so I'll, I'll, I'm going to put out the, meanwhile, the Giants with an epic comeback, the Jets with a, look, the Cowboys are good, but with a bad loss, lose 30 to 10. And so I'm going to toss out a couple questions right now for you, and then I'll get into breaking down these games, both these games. The question for Giants fans, and there's a bunch of them, and, and a lot of dramatic things happening in this game, obviously. Saquon Barkley leaving uh, at the end with an ankle injury. We'll see what that what happens there. Um, there's a question here that's fascinating. Uh, Brian Dable denying it, but 
I will tell you, I am... I, I, I think Brian Dable, I believe, was calling plays in the second half of this game. So we'll talk about that. The Giants have no... Uh, pass rush hasn't shown up yet for the season. We'll talk about that on the defense. But we got to start off with Mr. Daniel Jones. And that's the question of the night for Giants fans. Jets fans, I'll give you uh, one in a moment. For Giants fans, the question of the night is this. After you've watched Daniel Jones in the second half of this football game, rise up off the turf, put his team on his back, and lead them when they were down by 21 points, lead them after they did absolutely nothing in the first half of this football game, lead them to a comeback win, scoring 31 points in the second half. Daniel Jones throwing for 321 yards, passing for two touchdowns, running for 59 yards and a touchdown. And the only interception on the day, to be fair, Saquon Barkley, it hit off his hands and went to a defender. And and this brings me to the question for Giants fans. You watch this game, and are you a, a Daniel Jones believer? Or are you a Daniel Jones hater? Because I'm seeing, and I'll read off some of these, all the comments on Twitter. And Giants fans falling into two camps here. And if you're somewhere in the middle, call me on that too. 877-337-6666. But I'm seeing a lot of Giants fans who fall into the camp of believer, wowed by what we're seeing from Daniel Jones. And then I see the haters. I see just as many people who say, well, this is the Arizona Cardinals. This is a team that's supposed to stink. Get back to me when the Giants and Daniel Jones show up and and Daniel Jones has that kind of performance that he had in the second half against an actual, honest-to-God, good defense, a good team. There are those people who say that. So where do you fall on Daniel Jones? What are you taking away when you think about this game? 877-337-6666. And do you think, like me, by the way, that Brian Dable was calling plays in the second half? I'll talk about that. For Jets fans, give you one to light the light and call it on. It's it's pretty simple, really. I look at this Jets, this this team, this game, and we all know, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the dreadful injury four plays into the first game, and then the Jets showing all the resilience and all the heart, coming back against the Bills, huge win, and they come into this game, and the Cowboys are a really good football team, an incredibly talented football team. And I guess, you know, I get it that maybe the Jets would have lost anyway. With Zach Wilson 
at quarterback in a week after uh, sort of the letdown from that big win. But my question simply is this. When you watch that game, who are you pinning this loss on? If you're a Jet fan, you're looking at this Jets team. I mean, is this as simple as you look at this Jets team and this loss to the Cowboys and you say, all right, well, hey, what do you expect? Uh, Zach Wilson is quarterback. You're pinning this on Zach Wilson. Or are you looking instead and saying that they didn't really give Zach Wilson much of a chance to win this football game, that when... Zach Wilson is your leading rusher. He runs five times for 36 yards. And Brees Hall only gets four carries in this game. Dalvin Cook, four carries. When you're only running to your running backs, Michael Carter with two, when you have a total of 10 carries to your running backs and Brees Hall, I mean, we saw it last week. I understand he may be coming back from major injury, but we saw that he was the most dynamic player on the field for the Jets, uh, well, other than Garrett Wilson last week. And then he, uh, Brees Hall, your, your star running back, gets four carries. And you can tell me that they were losing in this game and they had to throw. Well, yeah, that happens later in the game, in the second half. But in the first half, the Jets are down 18 to 10. And even into the third quarter, even if it's 24-10, you still can run the football. You don't, I, I don't buy that they, they couldn't do that. So I, I, I guess my question is, is it you're looking at this Jets loss? And are you saying it's as simple as, hey, we had Zach Wilson at quarterback? Or is it the offensive play calling? Or is it, looking at 30 points from the Dallas Cowboys, is it the defense? I understand they were tired in the second half. I understand they got gas from being out there. But, you know what? If you're going to talk the talk, if you're going to claim that you are the uh, next great defense and, and the second coming of the 1985 Bears defense or the 2000 Ravens defense, if you're going to have that sense of bravado about your defense, then you got to find a way to get off the field. You have to find a way to make plays. You have to find a way to turn the ball over. You have to find a way to get sacks. Get pressure on Dak Prescott, do something, and not just give up 30 points. So, who are you pinning this Jets loss on? Is it the quarterback, Zach Wilson? You think simply not good enough? Is it the offensive play calling, Nathaniel Hackett? Is it the defense or something else, other decisions? that we can pick apart, but who are you pinning this one on? 877-337-6666. Phone lines open there as well for Jets fans. Um, all right. But I want to get into this Giants win, comeback win. And as I said, this game was bananas. Bananas. Because in the first half, it is true. This Cardinals team, 
God bless them and the coaching and the fight that they're putting up with the lack of talent that they have on that football team. But the Cardinals front office, they basically decided that they were going to tank and try and get the number one overall draft pick and the right and the opportunity to, uh, to draft Caleb Williams, the star quarterback out of USC. That's, that looks like that's the, the strategy of the Cardinals' front office. They're like trading away talent in a total rebuild mode. Kyler Murray's hurt, and they clearly seem to be like front office trying to trade guys away. And their problem is that they hired a young, hungry coaching staff who may be learning on the job. One, you know, one the offensive coordinators in his thirties, the defensive coordinators thirties, the head coach uh, is forty years old. Everybody's brand new in these roles. They cut their obvious starting quarterback in Colt McCoy. They decide to cut him about a week before the season starts. And they go pick up Joshua Dobbs, the definition of a journeyman quarterback. They trade for him. He's sitting there, probably going to get cut off of Cleveland's roster. And... They bring him in because they have some familiarity with him. And nobody sent the message to this frisky Arizona team. They played hard last week, but lost to Washington in a uh, close ball game. But their offense didn't do much last week. And this week, they come out, and in the first half, Joshua Dobbs and the Cardinals... They miss a long play that looked like they could have hit it for a touchdown. But otherwise, then they miss a long field goal on their first drive. They move the ball, miss a long field goal. After that in the first half, they go touchdown, touchdown, field goal, field goal. They score on every possession. And then their first possession in the second half, touchdown. So missed field goal where they move the football. And then one, two, three, four, five, five possessions in a row. Joshua Dobbs and this island of misfit toys of the, of the Arizona Cardinals score five times in a row against Wink Martindale's defense in the New York Giants. And the Giants' offense in the first half Three plays, punt. Next drive. Five plays. 19 yards, punt. Next drive. Three plays, minus four yards, punt. Next drive. Interception. They were driving. 10 plays, 30, uh, 39 yards, but that's the one with the Saquon pop-up call. Uh, pop-up. Hits off his hands. And... For the second week in a row, an interception off of Saquon Barkley's hands on a pass play. And there are a lot of Giants fans out there telling me it's Daniel Jones' fault. 
He shouldn't be throwing a Saquon in traffic. He made the wrong read. Look, maybe it wasn't the perfect read from Daniel Jones. Throwing to him in traffic. Remember the two-point conversion in the first game of the season last year against Tennessee? That was a a dish right in the middle in, in traffic. Like, for a guy like Saquon Barkley, sometimes, yeah, you hit him in the middle. The play today, if he catches that, there's yards to be picked up there. Ball hits you in the hands. Saquon would tell you. He's better than that. He should be better than that. And then the Giants end the half doing nothing. Five plays, 14 yards, and the half ends. So the entire first half, the Giants manage a whopping total of 81 yards. They were on target for 160 yards in this game. I mean, that's abominable, atrocious, like, hellacious, awful. Embarrassing. They looked unprepared. They looked like they didn't want it as much as the Arizona Cardinals. That was the first half. And then, I don't know what Brian Dable said at halftime. I don't know what some of the other leaders on this Giants team said to their teammates at halftime. But this was the season. I posted that on on social media, on Twitter earlier in the day. And I had Giants fans telling me, oh, overreaction. How could you say it's the season? Look at the Giants' schedule. And this is not such a fantastic Giants football team that if you want to go to the postseason, if you want to go to the playoffs, to have a chance to go to the playoffs, this is not a Giants team. And I don't know if they'll go to the playoffs. We've seen now eight corners of football from this team. Two of them have been exceptional. Six of them have been garbage. So we don't know who they are right now. But if the Giants coming... Last year, that was a playoff team. And last year, Brian Dable was coach of the year. And if we're going to give all the credit for that, then we have to say the Giants did not look prepared at all to play the Cowboys last week. And in the first half of this game... It looked like the Giants once again had a glass jaw. Couldn't take a punch. As soon as they were down, it looked like they were done. And then halftime. And then the second half. And then an almost perfect half of football for the New York Giants. And you can tell me it's just the Cardinals. But just the Cardinals played a competitive ball game last week against the Washington Commanders. Almost beat them. And just the Cardinals made the Giants look like the, the junior varsity team in the first half. By the way, shout out to Giants fans who traveled out to Scottsdale to the Arizona desert, showed up, and in the second half made that game sound like a Giants home game, causing in a crucial time in the game, at the end of the game there, last possession, causing 
was all the noise. Two false start penalties on Arizona in their home stadium because of crowd noise. But Brian Dable must have said something at halftime. And somehow Daniel Jones flipped the switch. And his teammates, even down, getting their butts kicked 20 to nothing. Somehow his Giants teammates still believed in him. And then Brian Dable, you cannot tell me he wasn't calling some of those plays with the play sheet up over his mouth, talking into the headset. And when we saw that play to Jalen Hyatt that seemed to change everything for the New York Giants, Hyatt for 58 yards coming right out of halftime, announcing to every Giants player, this is going to be different. This half is going to be different. And the aggressiveness of it, fostering belief. So it's been six quarters of horrendous play from the Giants, bad coaching, Bad preparation, bad play calling, all of that. And then two glorious quarters, an incredible half. Daniel Jones showing us what he can do. Pinpoint accuracy. Incredible athleticism. 31 points in a half. Giants fans have lived through seasons where the team couldn't score 30 points in an entire game. 31 points in a half. And Daniel Jones with over 250 yards passing in a half, with over 50 yards running in a half, with two touchdowns passing, one touchdown running. That's never happened in a full game to put up those stats in Giants history. But it hasn't happened in a half. In the NFL, the entire NFL, since 2010, when Michael Vick did it. That's as per our own Boomer Esiason. So that's what we saw from Daniel Jones. Are you a believer after seeing it, or are you a hater? Do you look at it and say, these were the Cardinals. I'm not still sold on this guy. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.